Right. Excuse me. As Pastor Brandon introduced, I'm Rodney. It's my wife, Faith. He did not introduce my oldest daughter, Moira. She's just about nine. My second daughter, Kelly, just turned seven. And then there's two more that are downstairs in the classes. Ethan, who is just about five, and Reese, who is three. And we very much enjoyed getting to know a few families yesterday morning during the decorating. And... Uh, Thanks for that opportunity. This morning I'm going to do a few things, um, but first I'm going to kick it off with a, about a seven minute video. And it's a video that I've chosen for a handful of reasons. I'll explain that after the video. But it's a snapshot of what RVA means to missionaries in Africa. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and run the video. I'm a student at Rift Valley Academy. My parents are missionaries in Africa. I am a student at Rift Valley Academy. I am a student at Rift Valley Academy. Rift Valley Academy is a boarding school located in the Great Rift Valley of Africa. church planter among the Kuria people. I'm sure there's less than 1% uh, evangelical uh, Christians among the Kuria. They've been overlooked. We have two kids at RVA, soon to have three. As a family, we work amongst the Maasai people. Timothy has a strong missionary attitude. And since he came to RVA, we feel that he has actually grown in his faith. And we can see that when he comes home because he wants to be out there working with the Maasai and sharing his faith. I feel that RVA staff are doing an exceptional job at developing our kids spiritually. They not just are caring for our kids, but they love our kids. And they go the extra mile to see them mature and grow even spiritually. I think the most important part of my job is making sure that I love these kids. RVA is a community designed for growth. Everything leads to a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Independent. I am fun. I have strong relationships. I have a dynamic worldview. I have seen the world. I am responsible. I am loved. And I really feel that God is is using RVA to whom much is given, much is required. And I feel like God has given me so much here at RVA in these next couple of years and the rest of my life God is gonna ask so much of me. So I feel like I mean this is this is this is where it's at. This is probably one of the best places a teenager can live. A fully accredited American school, RVA has set a high standard of academic excellence. I'll never forget opening the envelope that the first kid in 100 years had been accepted to Harvard. And from that point, we've had 25 or 30 kids be accepted at those schools. But what it's done more than anything is break out the ceiling and have kids know they can go any place God's called them to be. Within an African context, Rift Valley Academy seeks to disciple, nurture, and educate students towards Christian maturity for the glory of God. The solid 
truly humbled by the caliber of staff who give up otherwise very lucrative, comfortable jobs to come out here and teach our kids and love our kids and help raise our kids. We couldn't do our job unless they were here. We decided to send Laura to RVA. We knew that for her to be able to succeed well as she continued on after high school and to college and further in life, we wanted her to be able to be involved in things like sports and music and academics where she was being challenged not only by a teacher, a trained teacher, but also by her fellow students. RVA is teaching them a lot about what it means to be a leader and how to do that amongst your peers. Because our kids are here at RVA, they have great opportunity for things that they couldn't do at home, the, the internet and computer, the opportunities they have here. Science labs, my kids love science and biology. And we're so grateful for RVA because we can offer them more. you're a stronger person. I will change the world. I will love. I will impact my culture. I will seek the lost. I will love. I will never stop growing. I will lead. I will follow Christ. I will love. The staff have been a really big part of my life. They are just more than teachers. They really get involved in our lives spiritually and emotionally. They inspire me to want to grow in Christ. They've just helped me and nurtured me in my uh, spiritual faith and show me who God really is. And it's been a blessing just because um, I've just been surrounded by people who truly love God and it's just helped me to become the person that I am today. At a school like RVA, with such a broad scope of activity and opportunity, it takes an army of behind-the-scenes support staff to keep it running smoothly. This is the place where we pray that each student will grow in Christ and develop a biblical worldview. We want to equip them academically and socially to glorify God in their future lives. thankful for RVA. What they say to us over and over again is, we're here for you. We're, we're not called to your ministry. We don't know how you do it, but we're here so that you can do it. They minister to us by loving our kids. We love the RVA staff, and not just because we know them, but because our kids love them. I'm a missionary in Africa. I'm a missionary in we Africa. Are missionaries in Africa. I'm a missionary in Africa, and we couldn't do our ministry if it wasn't for Rift Valley Academy. And I couldn't be here if it wasn't for Rift Valley We Valley couldn't Academy. do our ministry. We couldn't be here if it wasn't. I don't know how we would survive out here if it wasn't for. I couldn't be here if it wasn't for Rift Valley Academy. During the first service, I got a little carried away, and I um, just about ran over on time significantly. And I fear that's a risk of mine, 
because as I'm sitting here watching this video, I was thinking, oh, it'd be great to talk about that, or it'd be great to highlight, or I, I would love to talk, I would love to explain what that scene was all about, I'd love to do this. Just watching that video brings back so many memories from the past few years that um, I just get really excited. But I use this video for a very specific reason. Our mission has a uh, on-field media. They're a branch of the organization that helps put out videos, promotional materials, uh, helps us carry the message of what we're doing just a little bit better. So they're, they're fairly, they're semi-professional. It's obviously not me who put a video to get like that together. I don't have those skills. And if it's professionally done, it means it's scripted. All of those people were handed a script, with the exception of the students, I believe, but everybody's handed a script. Can you please highlight these topics? But the reason I chose this video isn't because of the professional scripting. It's because had they placed a camera, a video camera, in my apartment um, for the past year, you would have heard all of those same comments from parents talking about their students, talking about their ministry, talking about what my wife and I do. Now, you would have had to put up with blurry images. You'd have had to put up with a lot of parents crying. Um, You'd have had to put up with a lot of stuttering, as they say, bye to their children for three months at a time. And it wouldn't have been as uh, polished. But I've chose this video because it's real. My wife and I hear these comments over and over and over. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take a little bit of time to share what we do. And uh, I'm going to give background into the school, and then I'll get into how we fit into that. So we're... When you're talking, when you're teaching, my homiletics professor wanted me to use a three-point outline. Everything is supposed to be three nice bullet points. My English teachers in high school, the five W's, you know... Who, what, where, when. Some people will even throw in a how, but it's supposed to be the five W's. And that's how you write an essay. If you're, if you're telling a story, you better have them in the first paragraph. Well, I'm going to do a lot more than a paragraph, but I'm going to go through the five W's. So uh, what? What is RVA? RVA stands for Rift Valley Academy. It's a boarding school in Kenya. And from here on, I'll be referring to it as RVA. I don't want to be stumbling over a long name. And we're a boarding school. We have about 350 students. I'm sorry, we have about 350 boarding students. We have 500 students. Roughly 10% of those are accepted into Ivy League schools every year. And depending on who you ask, we're rated very highly. There's one survey that rated us the number two high school in all of Africa. That rating was very interesting to me because they didn't look strictly at academics. You had to have a solid academic core, obviously, it's a school. But they wanted to know what were your students doing after school? Where did they go after they received their diploma? Did they simply disappear? Were they just absorbed into society? Or did they actually do something? And uh, they were looking at How are your students becoming citizens of the world in a positive way? They're also looking at extracurricular activities. Um, We're a large school. We have 500 students. By an American high school standards, that's puny. I understand that. By missionary boarding schools, we are the largest in the world. The next largest missionary boarding school is half of our size. 
That sheer size enables us to run certain programs. We have a large extracurricular program. We have enough staff that have enough experiences that we can offer a significant, um, significant sports, drama, band, choir. We are routinely invited to perform for the ambassadors. Um, we go to rather prestigious functions with our band, our jazz um, ensemble. And uh, it's impressive what they can do. Not me. I'm not musical. Students are, thankfully. We have an incredible sports program. Uh, it's humorous to see just what sports will do, how they open up doors, how you can go certain places, because you're respected as a sports program. We have a massive Pinewood Derby program. We usually run about 250 to 300 cars, student-built. First through fourth grade, get their parents to help. Fourth grade on, we actually get them into a wood shop and um, with some significant safety, go ahead, build your Pinewood Derby car. And they actually do it. They do well. We run outdoor education programs, part of the extracurricular things that we do, outdoor education. We have an interim program. It's a fun trip that's heavily educational. This year we ran 15 of them, everything from summiting Mount Kenya, which is just under 17,000 feet, to studying reef and reef um, ecology, scuba, mountain biking, a survival interim, other things, outreach. Our students are initiating outreach. They're going down to the hospital of their own will. Hey, I really, have, um, I really want to go down and hang out with the kids down in the, the ICU, the children's ICU. Is that allowed? I've finished up my homework. Can I have an hour off campus? Of course. Go. Do it. These are the things that our kids are doing, and this is where they're going. But then this survey that we're talking about looked at where they're going after that. We've had kids that go on. They go to uh, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, MIT, Air Force Academy, Naval Academy, Wheaton, Moody, a few at West Point. And from there, they're going on to even more prestigious positions. Some of them are ambassadors, military leaders, um, getting involved in the leadership of their own country. Uh, not all of the students are American. So we have kids going all over the world. We have a lot that simply go into life and lead from within their own, their own roles. Who we serve? Well, we serve missionaries. We're a missionary boarding school. But that's not our primary focus. Our primary focus is planting churches all across Africa. Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Egypt, South Africa, Kenya, Uganda, Lesotho. We want to plant churches. And not everybody's a church planter. And the church planters need support. Just the same as MAF supplies aviation support. Being able to handle transportation. MAF does that. We are actually doing that through MK education. Missionary child, missionary kid education. Um, turn to the Citri. Missions was really picking up in Africa. And they realized that we don't have educational opportunities for kids, and if we cannot do that, we are going to lose our families. As I've mentioned, we're located in Kenya, but in that one central location, we have children coming from 57 different countries. Um, I'm sorry. Of the 57 countries of Africa, we have children coming from about 25. Their parents are serving all over. I listed some of those countries just now. That's the where, the why. Well, because God called us to. Because I feel very firmly that each and every Christian is called to serve. 
Some are serving in a pastorate. Some of us are serving overseas. Most have a very important role in your office, in your education. Last night, um, we had dinner with Nancy, um, Nancy Grady. She's in the public school system. There are very few places that are more close to the gospel than the public school system. But she is in the public school system. She is being a light. She is, through her life, sharing, um, sharing her, her uh, love of Christ. For us, we're in Kenya. We're working with missionary children. When, well, I was a little bit creative with that, and I've more ago of a date. RVA is about 110 years old, and that age has allowed the school to mature, has allowed us to put our roots down, has allowed us to develop into a long-standing tradition, and that tradition propels our current students forward. But within that system, Faith and I have our role. We're a boarding school, need boarding parents. So Faith and I realize that this is something that we can do. This is an area that we can contribute. And uh, so we contacted the mission and we said, hey, you know, we're willing. Great. We've got a dorm that needs parents. They're ninth and 10th grade boys. They're going to be anywhere between 16 of them and 22 of them. We were clueless. We said, sure, that sounds good. And so now we're dorm parents and we realize just what an incredible opportunity we've been given. You see, as a dorm parent, I have a lot of mundane stuff. I gotta make sure the dorm is clean. Did they clean their room? Did they get to class on time? Did they do their homework? Are they getting in trouble? What's going on? I keep tabs on their life. Make sure that everything is going okay. All very mundane, and at times I'm like, why am I doing mundane stuff? I'm a missionary, I should be out there. But then I sit back and I look at, well, what, what kind of conversations have I had over the past month? What, what's been going on over the past year with these boys? And I realize I'm reminded all of that mundane stuff is avenues and paths into these kids' lives. And it gives me a reason to be talking with them, to be sharing, to be advising, to be reaching into deeper into them instead of just the surface I have an apartment. It's attached to the dorm. The boys have a lounge. I keep that lounge very austere, very plain. I make my apartment the comfortable place, and I'm drawing them in, drawing them in. We're building relationships, and building those relationships with the boys allows us to build relationships with the parents, which is the whole reason we're there. We're coming back to that main purpose. We're there for supporting the ministry of the church, We're there for planting churches all across Africa, for facilitating translation work, medical work, aviation, anything and everything that will spread the good news of Christ all across Africa. So my wife and I are doing that through being um, dorm parents. And uh, without a school like RVA, without dorm parents, the missions work would be hindered. Not to say it's impossible. Nothing is impossible without God. But... We're working with young men. We're taking young men, preparing them, prepping them, grooming, and we're sending them back out into the world. 
And as often as not, they've grown up seeing what's going on. They understand the need, and they're coming right back into missions. Some of them are not coming back into missions, and that's great as well, because they're coming back into their home churches, and they're being leaders, they're being influences within their home church. So it's through the missionaries that we serve in the lives of our students that are returning into missions, and we're part of a huge team. We're grateful to be a small part. We're also extremely grateful to Freedens for the part that you guys have been. You guys have kept us on the field. I want to say a huge thank you. Brandon, thank you for the chance to share this morning. I appreciate it. My wife set up a display out there. It's got a bunch of information. It's got a, it's got a, um, a uh, scrapbook, a lot of pictures. Please take a time to flip through that. Pictures speak a thousand words. I could stay up here all day and talk about that video, but I don't think that's appropriate today. But please take a moment, minute, flip through the scrapbook, see what's going on, and um, we'd love to share more in depth about what's going. Let's pray. Lord, I just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for this uh, chance to gather in your name. And just as we share communion and we recognize your death and your resurrection and how that influences us, we also realize that so much of the world is unreached and so much of the world needs you. Thank you for giving us a part in it. Thank you for what you're doing and what you're continuing to do. May your name be glorified in all. In your name. Amen.